Hello, my people. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. Today, we are going to be listening to one of my clients who have completed the Ditch Decade Diets Academy, which is our signature 12-week group coaching program to help women improve their relationship with food and end the diet binge cycle. So today we have Katie on the show and she's going to share her experience after just eight weeks into the program. Um, so I'm so excited for you to hear her wins, her, her successes, and all the amazing things that can happen in just a few short weeks. So before we dive in, This episode is brought to you by my free guide on helping you end binge eating. This is a completely free guide and it encompasses three top tips to help you get out of the diet binge cycle. This was something that I really wish I had my hands on when I was struggling really badly with my relationship with food and binge eating. Truthfully, I didn't even know that there was somebody out there that could help me with this struggle, but there is definitely help out there for you. So you can go ahead and click the link down below in the show in the show notes, or you can go to sustainablehealthproject.com slash free guide to grab your free copy. And again, this is completely free and it has three of the most simplest yet most powerful tools to help you get out of the diet binge cycle. So sustainablehealthproject.com slash free guide to go ahead and grab your copy. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good. What's what's going on? How's your day been? It's been really good. I mean, stressful, like I said in the group chat. Um, I am working on moving at the end of the week, so I've just been trying to get all my stuff together. So mm-hmm. it's kind of been a little bit of a frazzled day. <laughs> a little bit of a shit show, a little bit of excitement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, I'm very excited to to have you come on um, and to share a bit about your experience in the program. I know that we haven't obviously finished the program yet, but you've had such great wins, Katie. And I know how encouraging it is for other women to see other women succeeding with intuitive eating and healing their relationship with food in their body. And you've done such a great job. So um, I'm very excited for you to share. Um, 
Before we dive in, why don't you go ahead and just maybe share a little bit about yourself just so that we can have a little bit of some context into into who you are. Yeah. So basically, I mean, ever since I can remember, probably around middle school, I have always known there was something wrong about my body, um, or at least that's what I thought. And I always tried to eat the least amount of food I possibly could, or I tried to overexercise. Um, and I've done countless things like I had done Noom and that really did a number on me as far as my calorie counting and restrictions. And then I even had a personal trainer at one point too, who basically had me on a diet of like, you know, chicken and beans and just everything absolutely plain, no taste to it, which granted I lost a lot of weight from it. But as soon as I was done with that diet, um, I mean, it just went right back up, but it was just a lot of yo-yoing between different diets and, you know, eating patterns and whatnot. Um, basically it's just how it's always been in my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just like, it, that's kind of like all we've known. So that's, that's all we do is what we know. So it's like, we don't even sometimes know that there's, there's another way, a better way to go about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like so many people can relate to that. And when you first came into the Ditch Decade Diets Academy, what were your, some of your biggest struggles that you were going through in terms of food in your body? Um, so definitely I was doing a lot of binge eating, especially at night. I just would find anything and everything that was salty or sweet. And when nobody was around, I would eat as much as I possibly could before anybody saw me. And then definitely I had a lot of body issues as far as clothes that I wore, how I looked, um, just judging myself solely on my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And how are you, how are you just like feeling on a daily basis in terms of like what emotions were kind of going through your mind on a, on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I had constant anxiety. I feel like just the thought about, oh my gosh, well, I'm eating this food and now I'm going to have to figure out a way to work it off. And the stress of feeling like I had to work off the food as well and guilt. I had tons of guilt all the time, especially Mm -hmm. after like a nice meal with my husband, I would come home and I would just be like, that was the worst decision. I had too many bites of this food and I have too full of a belly. And that's just constantly what I felt like was guilt and anxiety just from food and for my body itself, I just, I felt shame and I knew that there wasn't something right about my body. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, oh, that makes me like so sad how we can, we can think that there's like something wrong with us. It's like, what's wrong with my body? Or why don't I look like this person on social media? And it's, it's society has done such a wild job and kind of warping our minds in terms of like how we, how we should eat and, and what we should look like. Um, but what do you what do you feel um, was the thing that led you to feel this intense amount of anxiety and guilt with food? Definitely diet culture. I mean, like I said, I had done Noom and basically they gave you a set amount of calories you were allowed to have and they would categorize categorize foods. And so reds were obviously bad foods and you were only given like 600 calories of those. And so that was like a big thing for me because when I would sit there and look at that, 
I would see how many calories I was eating in a day. And if I ever went over, I would instantly feel that guilt and shame. And, you know, it just made me hate myself more than anything because I could never stay on track. I could never stay on target of how many calories I was supposed to have. Mm -hmm. Um, And including that, you know, you were supposed to get a certain amount of exercise in a day. And some days I had a very busy day. I, with kids, it can just be like that. And if I didn't, it was almost like, I just had this insane guilt once again, because I wasn't able to fulfill the need to constantly exercise and constantly meet my calorie goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's crazy how, how diets have been, been changing in a way where they think that we're not going to notice that it's still a diet by putting these words of like, you know, psychology and like backed by science, but it's, it's still a diet at the end of the day. And it's, you know, if anything makes you feel like crap doing it, then it's definitely something that we know we don't want to be doing, but what was your goal in, in joining Noom? Like what was your hope there? Um, to lose all my baby weight. I mean, it was probably a month and a half, I want to say, or two months after I had my son. And it was basically my goal to lose all this baby weight, fit into all of the clothes that I fit into before I had him. I mean, that was my biggest goal. I didn't really care about my goal with food and having a good diet with food. All I cared about was the fact that the number on the scale was smaller than I've ever seen before. And that's all I wanted. And I heard, you know, numerous stories from people. Oh, I lost so much weight on Noom. So I was like, perfect. This is what I'm going to do to lose all that weight. Yeah. It's so enticing, right? When you, when you hear these success stories from other people, it's like, oh, well, if it worked for them, it's probably going to work for me as well too. Right. And what made you flip the switch, Katie, where you went from not even focusing on your relationship with food, just wanting to get the weight off to then really wanting to end the binge eating and have a better relationship with food? Yeah. So, um, I actually had been in the hospital in June and I had a pulmonary embolism, which is a very serious thing. Um, I possibly could have died from it. So I'm very lucky for that. But the whole thing is I'm sitting there basically almost on my deathbed, I guess you could say. And I was eating this hospital food and I ate food that my husband had brought from, you know, like a pizza store and everything. And all I could think in the back of my mind was this is too many calories. I'm disgusting for eating all of this. I'm going to have to work out. And within a few weeks after that, I thought that's just not okay thoughts to have. And I started searching how to feel confident in your body, how to do this and that. And that's when I saw the um, intuitive eating and stuff. And so I feel like that was my breaking point a few weeks after that. I just kind of realized that's not normal to think that way. And I want to be happy overall and not just worry about being this ideal size. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad you had that realization. And unfortunately, it's like sometimes we have to have something like that to, to happen to us in order for us to kind of wake up and, and realize that like, okay, although everybody else is doing these things with food in their body, maybe it's actually not so normal. So I'm, I'm glad that you had that realization because when, when we see, you know, our mom, our sister, our friends, our aunts and our uncles and everyone literally, you know, stepping on the scale and weighing their food and, and measuring themselves. And we, we feel like, well, I'm going to be the outlier, right? If, if I don't do that. So I'm glad that you had that realization. Um, obviously not in that way, but I'm glad that you, you saw that there was more to your, to your body than just, you know, being on a diet and being slave, uh, being a slave to the scale. 
Um, so you found me on, I believe it was, was it Facebook or was it Instagram a few years ago? I believe it was Facebook. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with Facebook. Cool. And I guess, I know you've been following me for, for quite some time. So what made you want to like reach out to me, learn more about the Ditch Decade Diets Academy and get support from me specifically? Yeah. So you had made a specific post just on your Facebook page and it was kind of just, you know, you don't have to love your body, but you have to learn to respect it. And there were a few comments in there and I had read it and I was like, this is kind of matching up with what I have been Googling about. And I know that I have talked to you before. You've kind of gave me ins and outs about, you know, helping me with certain food and stuff like that, um, recipes and whatnot. So I was like, I'm going to reach out to her one more time and ask her, what do you mean I can respect my body, but I don't have to love it. And I think it just kind of branched off from there. And then you had brought up the decades diet program and asked to talk with me. And after that conversation, I just was like, this is it. This is what I need to follow because I know that this is meeting all the goals that I want in my future as far as the intuitive eating and respecting my body and learning to uh, be in it comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such a huge thing. It's it's so funny how we could be following somebody for, for, you know, a long period of time. And it's just like one, one kind of post just kind of hits home. And it's like, there's that, that realization that I need to, I need to do that. So I love that. Um, and yeah, what is your, what is something that you can share with people that you've learned through this process? Cause obviously this is something that, you know, you've never done before you've had the personal trainers, you've done the diet. So what are some things that you've learned about yourself since working with me and joining the Academy? Biggest thing is, first of all, you are more than your body. You are more, or I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah. You are more than your body and you are more than the number on the scale. That was like a huge thing. Throw out your scale because you don't need it to define who you are or what your body looks like. Um, And then to not restrict yourself you, I'm not saying go and eat a dozen cookies and, you know, just because you want to, but if you want to indulge in that cookie, go for it and don't feel guilt. There's nothing wrong with having that cookie or having, you know, a small bowl of chips. There's nothing wrong with that. And you don't have to associate guilt with food at all anymore. And I feel like those were huge takeaways for me because as I said before, that is what I was looking for. That's the relief I was looking for is my relationship with food and my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, you, you mentioned that something that you were struggling before was the guilt and now you're able to release that guilt when eating these foods. So what do you feel has helped you, Katie, um, to get to this point where like food isn't this like magical lore anymore? Yeah, I would definitely say it was our modules. Um, all the different modules that we had done, it just, Everything, when you wrote it down on the paper, you I watched your videos and I took notes about it and I reflected on it. And it just really taught me, you know, to rewire my brain and my thinking about food. And um, one of the other big things was the last supper too, you know, um, just indulging in all that food that I needed to, whether or not it was the best food, I just ate it all because I knew it was a part of the process. And I learned that from the module and I found out that was okay. And Mm -hmm. I definitely feel like it had to do with all of those in the paperwork that we did. Yes. Yeah. Rewinding your brain. It's, it's powerful. I love that. Um, so 
I want to get into what your life is like now. So obviously when you first came to me, you were struggling with like the binging, not feeling the greatest in your own skin and the nighttime eating. What is, how are you feeling right now? Like, what are you, what are you feeling in terms of your relationship with food and and the binge eating right now? I am extremely happy, actually. (laughs) I'm like, it's amazing that the process works so well. I mean, I can now look at a plate of cookies and I can be like, I'm going to have a cookie and I'm going to limit myself to just one cookie because I know that's all I want. Whereas before I would just eat probably five cookies. My relationship with food is free now. I Mm -hmm. can eat what I want and I listen to my body. That's the hugest thing is being mindful that I have learned through all this is that I need to you know, listen to the food that's in my body, see how I react to it. And then just kind of being mindful of everything that I'm eating and not dip my hand in a bag of chips and just shove my mouth full of food. Um, I don't feel as much, much stress and anxiety when it comes to my meal planning uh, for the weeks, because I know that regardless, this is food and this is going to fuel my body. And that is okay. It doesn't have to be know, everything needs to be chicken and broccoli and beans every single day. It's just really opened up my relationship with food to be more free than it ever has been. Mm, And I put on clothes now and I don't constantly near check anymore. I don't need to. And I feel comfortable in what I wear. And one of the big things, as you said to me, is anything that doesn't fit, just get rid of it because there's no need to hold on to that. And that's exactly what I did. I went through my clothes and I got rid of them and I bought clothes that fit me and I've never felt more comfortable in my clothes before. And it took a lot to actually get rid of those clothes, to be honest, but I knew it was part of the process and it it helped a lot. Yeah, definitely. And, and I I think that's so important that you mentioned that because this journey isn't all like, you know, rainbows and butterflies all the time. Like it's, you know, just like anything, it's, it's, it's new information. You got to put in the reps to be able to rewire your brain. But once you, you know, do that, it's, it is so freeing. And I know you can definitely attest to that. And I'm definitely proud of you because I know how, how challenging it is when we've been so conditioned to, to think a certain way and act a certain way. And it's like, now we're, we're, we're doing these new things. We're thinking differently. So I know it can be a challenge, but, uh, you've, you've definitely conquered it. So proud. <laughs> Love it. Um, so I know when you were on the phone and you were interested in joining the Academy, I know that there's a little bit of skepticism. Um, and I know so many women feel like they've literally tried it all. And they're like, Lorna, how is this going to work for me? Like maybe it can work for other women, but maybe it's not going to work for me. So what were your thoughts like coming into this and, and just before actually joining the program, were you skeptical? What were you thinking? Yeah. So I definitely had that little bit of you know, being skeptical just because I had tried all these diets and what would make this different. Um, so I was skeptical to say, but I knew that I needed to keep my mind open and just kind of let it happen, let the process happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I definitely say skeptical is one of my bigger things that I had on my plate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And since you've been through the program and you know that this isn't a diet, what would you say to the other woman out there who were in the same boat as you, literally tried it all, 
what would you say with them, say to them to kind of give them some, some encouragement and hope that this can work for them as well? I would definitely say first thing is you just got to take that step and you've got to believe in the process and you've got to trust the process. It's not easy and you're going to doubt yourself every once in a while, but that's where your modules will come into play and you'll listen to those thoughts and you'll think about them a little bit more and you'll trust yourself more, but it's a process and it's not going to be easy at first, but after you get through it, it's the most freeing, like amazing thing you could ever do. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, it, it's normal to feel the fear, right? It's, it's normal to, to have, you know, these, these skeptical thoughts and, and wonder if it's going to work like that's so normal. I think before jumping into anything that's normal, oh, yeah. but um, just kind of putting that fear aside and, and realizing that, you know, this is this is possible. If it's been possible for other people, then it's possible for me as well. Um, Katie, what was your, what was your why? Because I feel like when people have such a strong why, I think that really helps them, um, see how important it is to heal their relationship with food. So what was your main reason for, for joining this program and and healing your relationship with food? Yeah. So my main why was definitely um, my daughter. I mean, growing up as a girl in general, it's hard and we'll always judge our bodies. And it definitely did not help that I was sitting there in front of my daughter saying things about my body or, you know, I would eat separate meals from her because mommy had to eat healthy. And I just, I really wanted to show her that you can eat what you want to eat and you can feel good and you can listen to yourself and you can feel comfortable in her your body. And I want to be that role model because kids, they see everything you do and they suck it in like a sponge. And the words you say, they're hearing it and it, it sticks in their mind and they're going to think that about themselves. And that was my thing. I wanted to be a better role model for my daughter. Hmm. Yeah. So many women can, I, I know people who have kids can definitely relate to that. And I say, I, I don't have kids myself, but it's like, kids don't just do what you say you're going to do. It's like they do what you actually do. So they see literally everything and they follow in your footsteps. So I'm so proud of you. Um, I guess the last thing before we wrap up, um, what is, how is your, your binging now? Because I know when, when people want to come into this program, like they, they want to be free from binge eating. So where are you at in terms of your binging? I know you went from, you know, binging was your main struggle. So where, where are you at in terms of that today, Katie? Honestly, I don't binge at all, to be honest. I mean, I give myself what I want during the day and I don't feel a need to hide that at night anymore and hide in my bedroom and eat a bunch of food. Or um, if I go to a social event, I mean, granted, we're with Corona right now, but uh, I had gone to like a small family get together for a birthday party. And normally in those situations, I will instantly get all the food I can and keep eating because I'm just in a social situation. And I didn't do that. And it was amazing to me how that just happened. And yeah, I just don't binge anymore. It's, it's really amazing. (laughs) Did you ever think that was going to be possible for you? (laughs) No, not at all. I thought I was going to be stuck like this forever. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh my goodness, Katie, you're giving me chills. I'm so happy. (laughs) It's, It's amazing. It really is. I can't say it enough. Love it. Love it. 
anything else that you have to share? Um, any other advice that you want to give to other women who may be watching this? Just, you know, take that step. I know it may sound scary and it sounds like it won't work, but I promise you, if you believe in it, it will work and it will change your life. I can't tell you how happy I have been since this whole process and how freeing it has been. And like I said, my why was my daughter and she is now listening to her body. And when she feels full, instead of just slamming food down all the time. And I, it's, it's a great process. And I really think that if you're willing to do it, you should do it because it will change your life. Hmm. Thank you so much, Katie. I'm, Thank you. I can't say I can't say how proud of you I am like enough. And it's just so beautiful to see somebody who has a goal and who just puts in the work, who just follows the process and has now a, a completely, you know, different perspective on food. So I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for coming on. I know this is going to be so helpful for so many other women out there. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you for asking me. I'm so glad to do this. Yeah. Thank you, Katie. Have a great rest of your day. Okay. Yeah, you as well. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. If you've been enjoying the podcast so far, it would be amazing for you to leave a five-star review down below. It would mean the absolute world for me to get my message across to more women so that they can experience more freedom with food and finally end the diet binge cycle. I appreciate you so much. Don't forget to go ahead and grab your free guide on the three tips to end binge eating, www.sustainablehealthproject.com slash free guide to grab your copy. Thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next episode.